Hi, this is Daniela Cambone, and welcome back to the Daniela Cambone Show on ITM Trading. Well, markets have become less convinced that the Federal Reserve is ready to press the button on interest rate cuts, an issue that really cuts at the heart of where the economy and stocks are headed. But my guest today says continued economic freefall means a much higher stock market. How so? Well, please welcome to the program a much-anticipated guest, I should add, Gregory Manorino, founder of TradersChoice.net, also known as the Robin Hood of Wall Street. Gregory, so good to see you. Great to see you, too. Thanks for having me. It's, it's been too long. It's been too long. So welcome to the to the same thing, Ella Kamboni show, but now on ITM training, uh, as I mentioned, the audience is uh, super excited to have you on. So let's talk about the Fed. Obviously, we're speaking ahead of the much anticipated FOMC. They're now in a blackout period. What can we expect from them as we start with their first meeting of 2024? I believe sincerely that we are going to see rate cuts come. I don't think they're going to come just yet, but we're going to get rate cuts coming soon, not just from the Fed, but other central banks around the world. Again, look, what are they trying to do? They already have the consumer by the throat. The economy is dead. This is, had been their, their goal since forever now to be the lenders and buyers of last resort to basically replace the current system with a new one here. Now that they have the economy pretty much dead and buried and, and the consumer uh, right there as well. Their, their next their next phase is is pretty easy in to figure out in my view. Um, they're going to continue to inflate and they're going to use uh, rate cuts as as an ability to do that. A central bank's power resides in just one thing, and that's uh, their ability to inflate, to create cash out of nothing, uh, to create an environment that uh, in which they will need to monetize everything. And, that, and that's what's going on here. Um, the, the more debt a central bank issues, the stronger they become. This is pretty much common knowledge now. Everyone knows it. And, and they're going to keep playing this game. And, and again, the market, uh, the faster this thing craters, uh, and we're seeing it now, uh, the higher the, the stock market is going to go as, as the economy flattens out or, or is actually in a steep decline. Uh, I mean, we just hit a, a new record high for the S&P 500. I, I was going to say, I was going to say, so there's two things I want to hone in on there. So, yeah, let's talk the stock market, uh, because after gains in 11 of the past 12 weeks, the S&P finally reached its first all-time high in over 746 days. So to your point, the stock market will continue to go higher. But how is this disconnect forming which, what you said, if the economy is in the gutter, mm -hmm. And yet we're, we're making all-time highs. Explain, explain, explain. <laughs> there's no connection at all. There's, there's zero connection between the markets and, and the economy. No, this, this exact hand motion is something I've shown people for 10 years. This gap is going to continue to get wider and wider here. Eventually, we're going to, it's going to get real. But this gap between the market and the economy is going to continue to go off the charts. It's just going to keep going and going. There's no, again, there's no connection. What we're seeing here, too, it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, you got these corporations here that are laying off people by the thousands. Something I said was going to happen last year. We're going to see this accelerate much further. What are they doing here? Uh, they're trying to, you know, get lean uh, so they can, you know, increase their bottom line by laying off people. Seriously, this is going to get progressively worse by people have no idea where we're going against. It's, it's a deliberate destruction. And the uh, again, the, the market fundamentals don't matter anymore. Things like forward guidance, PE ratios, balance sheets, all this that doesn't matter. Um, 
the market doesn't even price off of that anymore. It's been replaced by a system of easy money, monetizing the debt. Uh, and we're going to see a lot more of that moving forward. Now, a bigger player in this is war and expanding war. This is going to be very, very positive for the stock market. Again, where does this cash come from? Do we have a war chest? Does any developed nation have a war chest? No. The, the Federal Reserve in this case has to make the cash created out of nothing. And, you know, so we can fund all this stuff. And the more cash they create out of nothing, the higher the market is going to go as the purchasing power of the dollar gets gets erased. This whole issue with inflation, it's been the biggest farce in the history of the world. Oh, the Fed's in the fight of their lives. It's a joke. They, they, they've gone out of their way to create inflation. They're not going to stop doing it. As a matter of fact, we just got a warning from BlackRock today that, oh, imagine my shock, that uh, inflation forecasts are going to be way, way, way off, according to BlackRock. In other words, we're going to see a lot more inflation coming. I mean, I'm tell it's not going to stop. That's the mechanism here. And people just need to understand what's happening and then they can get themselves on the right side of this. Okay, so let me ask you this because I don't know if you read The Great Taking, obviously the book that's documentary that went viral by David Rogers Webb, but that's really at the heart of his thesis that you know the Fed creates wars to obviously, exactly to your point, to, 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 fund, to fund all this and, and, and to create the cash and pump it, pump it into the system. Mm -hmm. um, I guess my point is, why why what is behind it like why keep the stock market if we want to play out your thesis prop yeah. so high does it is there any correlation to the fact it's an election year and you know no president wins an election with a tanking stock market interesting isn't that i've been telling people this for the longest time the illusion of the market will be maintained people still believe that there is a connection between the economy and the market which does does not exist in any way, shape, or form. So generally, people walk in the streets who don't understand this. They see the stock market. Oh, wow. The S&P 500 just hit a new record high. The Dow, new right. record high. Right. Oh, this is fantastic. Our economy, we're booming. But then people look upon themselves and say, well, why can't I make ends meet? How come I got to keep borrowing from my credit cards? Why am I tapped out? My savings are gone. This is what's happening right. here. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy situation, but people don't know. They, they, they don't spend the time to understand it. They don't want to understand it. They believe that it's just going to, the system works because people believe it's going to work. Meanwhile, that's how they're taken advantage of by, by, by the Wall Street institutions, by the central banks around the world. Now, the great taking, I watched the documentary. Not a single person that follows my work should be surprised. That Everything that was in there, I've been telling people way before that documentary came out. I mean, I, I watched it. I'm like, you know, I wasn't even going to. I'm going to be honest with you because I understood it in my own head. I said, the, the guy probably sees the same thing that all of us do that understand how the markets work and how cash moves through the system. And it's exactly when I when I watched the documentary, I was like, right at the opening. You should have like, made one. You should have made. <laughs> OK, let me let me ask you this, Gregory. Um, if the stock market will keep going higher, should we be in it? Should we be, you know, playing the market now, if that's your thesis? Heck yeah. I've been buying this market every single dip that comes along for the longest time. I'm in this. I'm looking to get longer this market. Um, there's, there's no doubt about it. That's where we're going to go. Rates are going to get suppressed. There's going to be more reasons created to pull cash into the now. War is going to expand. Uh, it's all very positive for the stock market. No doubt about it. We're going to get record high, record high. I told everyone this was going to happen at the end of last year before we... We were even there. I got laughed at. I got ridiculed. You name it, of course. You know, but these are by, by people who have no idea how the market works, and I, I'm used to it by now. But this is just what's going to happen. It's it's 
It's got nowhere to go as long as they can keep risk at bay. Okay, look, if we realize, all of us, that central banks collectively are going to continue to flood the world with more easy money and they're going to collectively cut rates moving forward, that's massively positive for the stock market. What's happening here as well as war is expanding here, we, we've been bombarding Yemen now this entire weekend. The 10-year yield came down as I explained to people that it would. Why? This phenomenon is so easy to understand. What the Federal Reserve is doing by their mechanism of instituting war and propagating war here is driving cash into the perceived or what is understood to be safety of debt and that suppresses rates. When rates come down, it opens up a doorway for cash to make its way into risk assets, or in this case, we're talking about the stock market. That's the way it's going to go moving forward. So the Federal Reserve is using the mechanism of war for which they back it all to, cre to again, push cash into the debt market, which will, again, inflate the stock market even higher. And this will help the Federal Reserve and other central banks as they begin to cut rates. And the market is going to go crazy, in my view. We're going to see bang, 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 bang. I mean, nothing goes up in a straight line, all right? But people, in my view, should be looking at, uh, you know, you know, thinking about getting longer this market, as I've been telling people to do for the longest time. you got to be in here. This, it's unbelievable, really. Well, now that we're talking what you're doing, let's just take a deeper dive. So in the S&P specifically, are there certain sectors you're, you're liking? You're just buying all of it. And, and what else are you what else are you doing? Sure. Well, besides that, um, I think there's a I, I want to be paid if I'm going to own a company's stock or whatever. I want to be paid for that. I want a dividend. OK, so uh, you, okay. Know, you get it from both. I want to generate cash flow. Uh, I'm, I own a lot of uh, ticker JEPI. I started to buy a lot of JEPQ. Um, I obviously own a, I own a significant amount of gold, silver, platinum, palladium, cryptocurrencies. I own artwork, musical instruments, classic cars. I mean, I own a lot of things. You know, you got to be more or less diversified and ready for when this is going to come down. Now, look, people don't need to guess here. I want to take the guesswork out of, of these people who every single day sit there and focus on the what the Dow Jones Industrial Average is doing. And if you notice, this is what CNBC, Fox Business, Bloomberg, they got everyone focusing on the Dow 30, the Dow 30 or 30 companies. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. People should not be looking there at all. They need to be looking at risk in this market, which and they can gauge that by looking at the 10-year yield, the relative strength of the dollar, and better yet, I created my own indicator, and it's free to everyone. It's called the MMRI, Manorino Market Risk Indicator. It's right on my website, traderschoice.net. It's a neat little equation which defines risk in the market in real time. So people should pay attention to that. Again, it's free. There's no sign-ups. It's just right there. People can look at this I, I wanna, thing. I want to ask you a question on, on gold and silver. So you're, you're, you're buying, are you buying gold here, or do you feel content with what you have? Uh, I haven't bought more gold or silver in a long time. I have. I've been buying. I've been buying silver since it was like eight bucks, and and gold okay. since it was a maybe seven hundred, maybe a little around seven hundred bucks. So I, I built up a pretty good stash of this stuff. Um, at this time, I feel pretty good with what I have. Um, I'm looking to buy more of this market right now. Um, get more involved in cryptocurrencies here. I think people need some of this in their portfolio. Uh, that's kind of... I mean, Bitcoin specifically, or do you like... Like, what in the cryptos do you like? I mean, when, when the, the, 
what do people always think about when they hear that word? They think of pretty much one thing and they think of Bitcoin, especially now with this Bitcoin ETF, this spot ETF that just came out. It's going to get a lot more attention, I think, Bitcoin here. And so we can expect a few things to happen here. Um, we're going to see more volatility with regard to the price action because of, I believe, the ETF is going to cause that. And you're going to see a lot more, a lot of institutional buying on the back of it, too. So I believe, I mean, you know, I, I've been telling people, I don't know how long, that they need to have some, some cryptocurrencies in their, in their portfolio. If they had to pick one, that would be it, okay, in my view, because again, it's it's the one everyone thinks about. It's the mommy. It's the mommy of them all, pretty much. So uh, of cryptos, I own a few of them. I own like maybe five or six. That's my largest holding right now. I just pulled profit at around, when did I pull my profit out of here? I don't know. I forget it was maybe... 38 grand um i pulled profit out of it and now i'm just now i'm playing with their money you know and i actually took some of that cash and i reallocated that uh into uh, jepq again i i'm always moving money around um gregory i want to get back to uh a point you made i believe in, in the first question um and for folks new with your work when you said this is all part of a plan to replace the current system with the new one. Do you mind uh, explaining a little bit about your thesis there of why you're absolutely certain uh, that this reset uh, will happen? Well, absolutely. Look, the current system is dying. Um, we are in a full-blown liquidity crisis right now. People aren't being told that. And, and central banks have to make up the difference by, again, inflating here. We're watching the purchasing power of currencies. And central banks have been killing their currencies now, I mean, since like almost forever, literally. Sucking the purchasing power out little by little, almost like the boiling frog syndrome. But this system is dying at, at, in its current, its current uh, form. And they want to simplify the system. The central banks of the world are looking for a, uh, a system which they can use cross-border almost like a single one-world currency uh, without having to worry about transfer rates or anything like that. And I've already outlined for people what it's going to be, and it's very clear. We're going to have a completely tokenized system. Every asset, every asset, and in fact, it even goes beyond that, is going to become tradable via a token. Um, people are going to have to uh, face up to that because that's where we're going, and there's literally no way to stop it. Um, the central banks have been working towards this since their inception, I mean, central banking, um, this this whole thing. This is they are so methodical. They are so exacting. They know exactly what to do because it's all been thought out before. We're living in the side effect of what central banks have planned out almost a century ago, and it's going to go on and on and on uh, so as they lead the people down this pathway here. They're creating dependency on the current system, slavery to the current system. Does this kind of sound like the great taking because that's exactly what this guy was talking about here on their system until they issue in this completely new system. And the, the problem is, and by, by them making people dependent on the system now, um, it's going to be easier for them to implement, but they got to destroy the current system. And we're seeing it come apart right now in, in the economy of the world, which is cratering at its fastest pace we've ever seen. Um, and it's just not going to stop until they're done, and they're not done. We're going to see this go on and on and on, at least until the election, and then we'll we'll have to readdress this because they want to get through that first by keeping the markets inflated. Okay, I, I was I, I I was excited to ask you this because I know we've spoken about central bank digital currencies as part of this plan at nauseum uh, before, Gregory. So let's talk about the election because you saw Donald Trump's recent remarks saying if he's 
reelected president, um, he will not allow central bank digital currencies to come to fruition. Now, I was more surprised that we're even talking central bank digital currencies uh, as part of the electoral campaign here. I mean, were you pleasantly surprised in your take on his statement? No, he's jumping on DeSantis' coattails. DeSantis started this, uh, and now he figured he had to do it too. But I, I don't like the way he put it. Um, number one, first of all, no president has that kind of power. That I mean, that's just ridiculous just to consider that. This is just a ploy. Uh, no, no, number two, um, you know, what he didn't talk about here, he said it would allow specifically, and you can look this up, the federal government to have more control over the people. He won't point his finger directly at the central banks, and I found that more upsetting than anything else. Uh, there's not going to be a single candidate, him or anybody else, that's going to tell people who the real enemy is and who the real government is, okay? Who runs the economy? It's the central banks. Who runs the financial markets? It's the central banks. Who runs the entire financial system? It's the financial, it, it's the central banks here. Uh, it's the world is not run by presidents, kings, queens, monarchs, or dictators. I've been telling people this for like 10 years. So, and whoever they put behind the resolute desk ain't going to make any difference anyway. Uh, we don't have a king. Uh, I, I, I was kind of, you know, like I said, I was put off by what he said for the reason that he didn't point his finger at the source of the problem. He wants you to again be distracted and think it's the government. The government is the Federal Reserve. They control everything. They even control the flow of information. Well, he would say he nominated, he nominated the, and the, the, and the president. And the Fed chair serves the at the Fed pleasure chair. of the president. I understand that. But uh, who really runs the show? Is it really the president? No. It, it, you know, it's, it's, it's the central banks. They, like I said, they control the economy. They control the markets. They control the financial system. Is the World Economic Forum or is it a higher layer? Well, it's that? the central banks I mean, collective. They are about sovereign the entities now. Central banks have unified. Again, they're working towards a completely new system together. They are not independent entities, although you will hear yeah, suggestions to that by the Federal Reserve Chair. Oh, we do what we want. We're completely, they're not, they're not. They work together. They talk to each other. They're working towards a common goal. Their common goal is to own it all, to run the entire world, to have final say in everything. That's just the way it is. Unfortunately, we, this, we don't have a, a, a representative democracy or anything anywhere in the world. It's, it's the central banks who are pulling the strings collectively. That's what they're doing. They've been working towards this for 100 years. And, you know, we've been warned repeatedly. We've, there's been many, many books written about this here. I urge people to read The, the Creature from Jekyll Island. I mean, it's pretty much been outlined for us where this is going to go. I mean, all you've got to understand is where does the cash come from? If Who controls the cash controls the world, period. And that's what they're doing right now. It's unfortunate, but it's true. So let's wrap with this, Gregory. Let's give folks some uh, meat they can, you know, chew on. And I mean, we've given them a lot of meat to chew on, but like some strategy here as to what, I mean, what do you, do you have a, a, a plan B, for example, of like, you know, if when everything just kind of breaks down, where does Gregory Manorino? We go? have this, if you look, if you're looking at this from a financial standpoint, it could not possibly be easier to understand where, what we need to do. Okay. If we realize that the, the market system right now, the, the risk on environment is going to be maintained. Risk on meaning cash is going to be pushed into the stock market. And I believe that's going to happen at least through the presidential selection cycle. I do not believe we have an election. 
Um, I think it, they, they choose the president and they put whoever they want behind the resolute desk and they just the rest of it's just a show. That's sincerely my belief. People are entitled to their own opinion on that. Okay. But with regard to understanding that eventually we are going to get a meltdown in the system at the point of their own choosing here, it's, going to, it's not going to start in the stock market. Everyone's focused again on the stock market for a reason. That's why you got the CNBCs, the Bloomberg, the Fox Business telling you to look at the stock market. No, it's the wrong place to look. The, de the debt market is going to be where this is really going to melt down. Okay? Eventually, we're going to see the debt market sell off. So fast, people's heads are going to spin around like the freaking exorcist. You're going to see rates spike in an uncontrolled fashion. What will that do? That's going to put pressure on world stock markets. And cash doesn't just fly away to money heaven. It's going to move. It's going to move into commodities. Uh, number one, suppressed assets, silver, my favorite asset of all time. I also believe, you know, bleeding cash will bleed out of the debt market, putting pressure on stock markets. Like I say, cash is just going to move around. It's going to, going to look for places to go. Commodities, I think people need exposure to it. There's a lot of ways to gain exposure to this. If people, if people do subscribe to my free newsletter, it's really free. Um, I always, I put out every once in a while a, a whole bunch of exchange traded funds that people can use to gain exposure to commodities. I think they need that. I think people need to hoard gold, silver, even copper. I got that too. I happen to like copper too. I think people need also some crypto, as I said, in their portfolio because I think cash is going to make its way there too, as well as musical instruments here, artwork, other things too. Cash just moves through the markets in relatively predictable patterns. <laughs> You you would you think you'll be able to use that copper as money one day? I don't know about that. You know, I just think it's undervalued. I really do because I like commodities. People always say, okay, Greg, which commodities? I think, as you know, I mean, here's my hierarchy with regard to metals. It's pretty simple. I like silver, number one, gold, number two, platinum, palladium, th a third. I, I don't rate them three and four. I think they're equal right now as opposed to their value. Now, how do you gauge what their value is? Um, it's a really good question. And I, I tell people it's, it's a very simple equation as well. I try to break this down really easily, okay? You look at where the Dow Jones Industrial Average will eventually go. Me, who knows where the bottom is? We do know that the Fed jumped in here at Dow 6,000 with QE1. The bottom of this market could still be somewhere 6,000, 8,000. It's nowhere near where it is now. This is just market that's in la-la land on easy money policies and monetizing the debt. Okay, so uh, I believe we're going to get a one-to-one -one with regard to gold and the Dow at one point. So let's say the bottom of the Dow is is, is, is 6,000, let's just say. Okay, I think we can get gold 6,000. I think the, the gold to silver ratio is going to be 15 to 1, 10 to 1. Do the math, it's not hard. Uh, commodities across the board are going to skyrocket in this kind of an environment. So that's how it's going to play out in my opinion uh and again people are and i think again cash is going to make its way into other things too um not just most undervalued of course but it's going to go in a lot of different places why silver above gold because of its explosive because of the nature? silver to gold ratio number one um, right. and i think that is going to vastly change i think a 15 to 1 is realistic a 10 to 1 in an extreme situation if we get Let's say a, an uncontrolled sell-off in the debt market, which I believe is going to happen at one point here. And that's going to put so much pressure on world stock markets, it's, it's just going to wipe them out. It'll be a global phenomenon that is going to send the world shockwaves around the world, unfortunately. And we're going to end up in another, with another situation, too. I mean, what this is eventually going to boil down to is a resource issue. 
um, and, 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 and skyrocketing prices for, for commodities and stuff across the board. It's, it's pretty much a no-brainer here. And, and you know, what, what, what central banks are doing here is really, they, 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 they're the enemy. They've been creating inflation here, and they've gone out of their way to do it. Now we're expecting them to fix it. I mean, come on now. I mean, it's a joke. Let's wrap this with this. I know I'm going to speak with you before uh, the next election, before the November election, if we're all still yeah. here. But um, when you said selection process, so let's just get your, your forecast right now. Who wins it, the 2024 presidential election? You know, I haven't really thought about much. I think the market wants Trump. Um, I think a Trump presidency it will be very bullish for the market. We know where he stands already. He let us know with regard to what he wants the Federal Reserve to do. During his tenure, he wanted a weaker dollar and he wanted negative rates, which would have vaulted the stock market even higher, which he called a big, fat, ugly bubble before he was president, but then it became perfect and rah, 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 the stock market. I get it. I get it. I know he, had a, he plays the game. And here he even admits that, you know, the, the stock market is for, you know, the, really the rich. Who, who owns most of the stock market? Is it the average guy or the average girl now? Of course, it's the, the one and two percenters. But um, he, he he made a comment when when Biden I couldn't even believe it. But I, I hate him. Let's just let's just establish that I can't stand Biden. I, I can't stand the man. But he was out there praising the stock market. Please tell us what you really think. I know yeah. he was out there praising the stock market, and then Donald Trump said, President Trump said, "Well, you know, the stock market going higher only makes the rich richer." Okay, so you know we we get these little pieces of truth here, but the market definitely would I would like to see from my market standpoint, President Trump win, uh, although he will be selected. There's no winning here. We don't have a voice anymore. We don't have any representation at all anymore. We, oh, we can fund wars around the world to the tune of any amount of cash, but we can't fund our own government. I mean, it's a crazy well, thing. Well, what do you say to the folks who will say, well, they're trying to, they are trying to stop him at all costs with all the lawsuits and, and whatnot. Do you, you feel know, like no, there's a momentum? Uh, I, I think it's all a distraction and a deception. I think it's a show. Uh, all this stuff that we see keep people focused and hating each other well, and the blues hate the reds and the reds hate the blues. It's all a divide and conquer mechanism here, but we got to come together is the key. That's how we can beat this whole thing. But unfortunately, there's not enough of us. There really isn't, unfortunately. Well, well, you know, speaking of stuff that drives us nuts, before I hopped on with you, you know, I just, uh, you know, went in to see top news items of the day. And to your point about distraction, it's like model, this is what the people are reading, right? Model Chrissy Teigen hasn't, fed her five-year-old son a vegetable. <laughs> literally just threw my phone in the air and said, you know what? I give up. It just, this is the information we're pushing out to folks. But you know, people, the, the craziest thing is people don't want to pay attention to, to stuff that we do. We, we, we should have, you and I should have millions and millions and millions and millions of followers. But if we were doing something like that, eating Tide Pods, licking toilet bowls, we'd have a gazillion followers. <laughs> <laughs> this is what people want to hear. They, they can't stand this stuff here. It's too much for them to, and then they get aggravated. If you know, it's just it's too much. All right. All right. Well, Gregory Manorino was so good to catch up with you. Uh, like I said, we'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for having the me. The Robin Hood of Wall Street. Thank you, Gregory. All right. And thank you all. We'll have much more incredible content coming your way. So be sure to stay tuned to the Daniela Camboni Show here on ITM Trading. And don't forget to sign up at dingalacomboni.com to stay on top of it all. That's it for me. Thanks for watching.